Well, that music signifies that Late Night Help is back on the air live from Supply Side West as the uh, convention kind of winds down a little bit. We're going to spend some time with some a new friend uh, here on Late Night Help. Late Night Help is powered by Pod Clips. And Pod Clips is a new podcasting uh, network that uh, will be launching very, very soon. We appreciate all the help from the Pod Clips guys to get us here to Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to talk uh, with Dr. Tracy Seipel, who is the CEO and co-founder of, believe it or not, the Seipel Group. Uh, and you're based here in the U.S. and you have another branch in uh, Australia? In Australia, yeah. Good evening, Mark. We, um, yeah, we're based in Australia and we have another branch here in the US. Gotcha. What is the Cypel Group all about? So Cypel Group, we're predominantly a research and development uh, company and our focus is bladder control, healthy bladder control. And bladder control problems increase with age and are as prevalent as arthritis, but nobody's talking about it. So we've started and are continuing the conversation. So this is people who can't control peeing. That's I right. Mean, that's basically it. Basically, yes. I mean, as children, it's acceptable and we grow out of it. But if you're an adult and have problems with your bladder control, it's generally not acceptable. No, exactly. I, when we met yesterday, we were in a group of, what, three or 400 people in that mm-hmm. small room? I wish they had had more room. Anyway. Yes. Uh, it was told, crowded. It was very crowded. But what you said to me was that over half of those people have a bladder issue. Correct. Yes, it's very prevalent. From the age of 18, so all adults, one in six will have an overactive bladder where they have to go too often or rush. Uh, for women, it's 40% have accidents after childbirth. And then over the age of 55, 60, it's usually half the population and increasing with increasing age. And that's both men and women. Men and women, that's right. Often people think it's a female problem. And perhaps the coughing, laughing, sneezing and having accidents is more prevalent for women. But no, for men, the overactive bladder, the rushing urgency affects men as much as women. I, uh, by the way, uh, Dr. Tracy is an ND, naturopathic doctor. Uh, why is it, and I think it's psychological rather than physical, is that, and I asked you about this last night, I don't think we got it, uh, got it covered. What happens is that somebody wants to go to the bathroom. They know they have to go. Once they get into the bathroom, they have to rip their clothes off because the urgency just pops. Stephanie, across the way, your marketing person is laughing. It must happen to her. I... Why does that happen? Well, it's the psychological aspect of, you know, the anticipation of reaching the bathroom and the anxiety about that. So, yeah, it sets off a physiological reaction to relax sphincters. And, yes, and if you don't have good sphincter and bladder control, then you can have the accident. They also call it um, latchkey incontinence, where people get to the front door and they're trying to get the key yes. in the front door. And, and there is, um, Mark, just even practically for that, there is a, a neural reflex um, that if you press your toes into the floor, you, it'll set off the neural pathway and actually can switch off that signal. So you sometimes can get better bladder control just by pressing your toes into the ground. I will remember that. For next time. Next time. Excuse me, i got to go. <laughs> uh, see, I told you, Stephanie. All right. Um, you, have a pro- you have several products for both men and women? Correct, correct. Um, 
the problem is is evident. If you go into a CVS, a Rite Aid, Costco, they have an aisle or more of yes. incontinent products, and most of these are they're diapers for adults. Diapers. They're embarrassing. Yes, and, and I feel they're a Band-Aid solution. They're not really resolving the poor control. They're just covering it up. Do you know the biggest household product um, growing, fastest growing household product is the adult diapers and adult padded underwear? And um, it's a huge, huge uh, environmental issue. It's the third largest um, environmental issue globally. And they don't really break down. Um, I was sharing with you last night, a yeah. few days after Columbus Day, that um, if Christopher Columbus had been wearing a, an adult diaper and he buried it, it probably would still be in the ground today because it needs the air and the, the sunlight to break down. So it's over 400, many years. Yes, many years. It's like, right. what, 600 years? Yes. Wow. So it's a, an environmental issue as well. Yes, yes. And nobody wants to find a diaper loaded with urine that's four or five hundred years old. <laughs> no, no, it's getting a visual on so, this here. <laughs> yeah, I have a visual on it, and it's not a pretty one. Uh, Tracy, tell us about your product. In other words, what is it called, and um, how does it help me or a woman control their bladder? Yes. Well, what it does, Mark, is uh, the product is called Urox with the U-U-R-O-X. And Urox is a three-herb combination that we have developed over the past 20 years. So we started working on this in the late 1990s and have kept improving and refining the formula to the standardised uh, extract uh, formula that we have today. And what it does is it works naturally uh, to strengthen the tone of the bladder wall and just provide support to the pelvic floor muscles that sit under the bladder and hold it up and support the collagen connective tissue and stop that excessive nerve triggering of the detrusor muscles that sit on top of the bladder and keep firing when you're um, when you're increasingly having that urge to go. So, so it works. The product um, Urox will start to work after about two to four weeks. People start noticing they're going less often, they're getting a bit more control. Uh, and then one to two months, they'll notice their accidents usually reduce. Um, they'll have less reliance on the pads and just increased confidence uh, with their bladder control. There are pharmaceutical products for this, but one of them I can think of, I think it's still on the market. I don't know the name of it. I just remember seeing a woman, you know, she's running all over the place and her bladder is following her, I think. <laughs> yes. And there's one where... Uh, a woman is sitting having lunch or dinner and has to go. I yes. mean, and now. And it's quick, yes. And it's quick. The problem is that one of the side effects is loss of memory. Yes, it's a, it's, yes, that's true. And the, um, the, the American Medical Journal, uh, and just this year the British Medical Journal. JAMA. Uh, yeah, JAMA and BMJ, yes, and they uh, looked at people who had this memory loss and confusion and they thought this seems to be permanent. So they went and looked retrospectively 20 years at over 350,000 people and showed, yes, this, this is permanent, the memory loss. So um, it is a side effect and it is something people should be thinking of and trying to really work with their exercises, their diet and, and you know, other solutions as much as possible. 
rather than relying on those medications. Let's go back two years when you were a young woman. <laughs> it's a few more than two. <laughs> <laughs> um, what led you to uh, uh, become a naturopath? Oh, okay. Actually, I um, from very young I was very interested in health and I actually became quite ill and um, it was a viral infection and there was no treatment but I was ill for quite a few months in my teens and it, it, I was just felt totally helpless that there was no solution or no answers for me. So it was really after that I became, I became interested in natural medicine and and pretty much it's been my world my whole adult life. Um, you went to so, school where? Uh, I went in Australia at the Australian College of Natural Medicine um, and the U University of Queensland as well and University of Sydney. There's been a, a trail of, of them but in it. Australia, largely in Australia. And... and the, the difference between an ND and an MD, in your opinion, is? Uh, well, a naturopathic doctor, it's the the, the the basis is that the body heals itself. It just has to be given the correct environment. And we facilitate the healing with as natural as much as possible uh, with traditionally um, well-documented uh, treatments but also evidence uh, research whenever we have that to, to show there's a better way. So so that the basic premise is um, to allow the body to heal and let's facilitate that using using natural. Uh, so, so there is a little bit of a difference. The, um, the more MD, medical doctor model, is a more reductionist model. Let's narrow the disease down to one one biochemical pathway or one process and let's find a pharmaceutical to match that. Whereas the um, the naturopathic way is more expansionist. So it's more to do with, like now we have lifestyle diseases. We're not dying of, you know, um, contaminated water or, or the plague. We're actually dying from eating too much and diabetes and heart disease and cancer. And they're very much multifactorial disorders which need a multifactorial treatment approach which is what holistic medicine and natural medicine does. Do you, uh, does this, the, 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 this, this people group specialise in that one area of bladder control? Yes, our focus, I mean, previously we were, um, you know, I had four, one of the first formulas for diabetes. I'm a diabetes educator as well. Um, one of the first formulas for tinnitus. But really it was bladder control has been the focus really for the last 20 years. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, the, it's growing. You know, as many people, as I said, have arthritis, will have um, poor bladder control. And it's just such a debilitating problem people become reclusive it's one of the leading causes for people to have to go into nursing care they just can't manage their their bladder control and all of the other I would uh, I would imagine that the psychological <clears throat> aspect as well first of all it's embarrassing mm. the second aspect is that it, 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 it you become isolated <clears throat> that that's right? right people become very isolated so if you imagine you can't you, you have to get on a bus and it takes you more than an hour to go from your house to the next toilet. Well, then you can't get on that bus. So you'll stop going to the mall, you'll stop going out, you stop staying overnight at friends or family because you're the one up all night disturbing people or you're worried about an odour, malodour smell. So people stop exercising, stop playing golf, um, you know, and tennis because they'll, they'll have accidents. I would also think that... Go ahead, take a drink. Um, this is live, so... Whatever happens, and if the background falls, we just keep going. We just keep going. Keep going. Uh, I would also imagine this would affect 
somebody in a relationship regarding sex. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's a definitely an impairment of intimacy uh, because of odour or people concerned about accidents. So it permeates all aspects of people's lives. And it's good we're talking about this on your show. Thank you for, for covering this because people often think it's only them and they don't talk about it. Less than half of people will tell their partner or their doctor. So they won't even tell. They won't even tell their doctor. <clears throat> no, they won't even tell. They're too embarrassed. And often people resign themselves to the fact of just accepting it. But there are solutions out there. Can I share a story with you? We sure. did, did some focus group research um, in the States where I love the States. I've been coming up here for 20 years. And, yeah. uh, and um, we did some focus group research. And one woman in the research, they were talking about what is the impact of your bladder on um, on your on your life. And, and, um, and she said, well, to give people an example of what it feels like for her, she's so embarrassed and, you know, it really restricts her life. <clears throat> that a tornado was coming through her town and they were... A what was coming? A, a, tornado. a tornado. So they were evacuating and um, she said, no, I, I'm staying in my house because she didn't know if her pad would last. She didn't know the facilities where she was going. So the fear of death was less than the fear of her being exposed with her bladder, you know, poor bladder Holy function. Moly. So it's so it's So for those who are affected, they're not alone. There are a lot of a lot of options for um, helping improve bladder control. That's The walls are caving in. The walls are caving <laughs> in. You can hear that. Yes. It's, 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 it's really a shame. And this is something that's an easy fix. You have different uh, uh, varieties of formulations. Of formulations. Yes, so we have um, our latest uh, research, award-winning research, uh, which was published it's, last By year. the way, one of the technicians who's helped set up, he's rushing to the restroom. Yes, that's right. He's knocking everything over in his way. He is on his way. See, it's intense. It's intense. Um, Yes, our latest research, we um, studied men and women, adult men and women, and we had pretty consistent results because the bladder is the same in men and women. Men often think their bladder problems are a prostate problem, but what we've shown, um, what the research shows is half the time it's actually overactive bladder and not just prostate. So men can also... Uh, not pro- prostate yeah. hypertrophy, yes. So with Urox, we've shown that um, we can reduce the frequency uh, and the urgency quite dramatically by 60%. We halved the nocturia or getting out of bed at night, and the Urox also showed about a 60, just over 60% reduction in in bladder accidents to the point that we had almost a quarter of people who had had the incontinence or the accidents at the start of the trial, by two months they uh, were fully continent and not needing to rely on the pads. Wow, that's very good. Yeah, it well, was really good. I know that that men tend to get up. I, I've, I've talked to a guy, I'm trying to think, he's probably 60 at the time, and he was getting up five to six times a night. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and is, you know, uh, uh, he has an enlarged prostate. but. Yes. Getting up like that, being sleep deprived, how, how well, that's the heck right. do you he work sleep. the next morning? Well, he doesn't, but also he probably stops exercising because he's so tired, and that's the result of the poor sleep. He has as stopped well. exercising, he weighs as much as you and I do together, plus Stephanie. So then he gets all these other problems from his increased oh, his weight. Would have, I would bang that he's diabetic. Yeah, and on and on it goes. So you can see it may not seem like much to the outsider but just him having that poor bladder control is permeating his life and you know impacting they're still they're getting closer should we be worried i don't know i think stephanie did this i think she's done this on purpose to you know she's shaking her hair she's shaking shaking her i've known her for 20 years 
and I think she's just playing a, a joke on us. <laughs> Setting us up. What um, uh, is Urox available for manufacturers, or is it available to the consumer? It's available to, to both. So the product, finished product, is called Urox. Um, you know, it's available on things like Amazon and different areas, but we're also uh, an ingredient, so we are included in other people's formulations. Um, it's interesting too. I know, I know there are other options out there also, which is good to see. You know, more options for people. But Urox is the only uh, product with research to show it helps with the incontinence and the accidents. And and what kind of research was done? So the research was conducted. The latest research was conducted in Australia. It was a randomised, double-blind randomized placebo control right. trial. FDA kind of style. Yeah, the gold yeah. standard. Um, right. And through the University of Queensland, which is in, I think, it's in the top, it's at least the top one of the top 100 universities globally in Australia, and the University of Tasmania and our Endeavour College of Natural Health. So between the three institutions in Australia, um, it was conducted, and as I said, with, with both men and women. We had, uh, we've actually done a live uh, uh, a show with somebody I can't remember what he talked about from Tanzania. I asked him if the devil was there, but <laughs> was that Tanzania or Tasmania? Yeah. Ta- ta- maybe Tanzania. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's, it, it worked either way. I was what? telling a joke. You know, <laughs> that's right. Well, unfortunately for the Tasmanians, often they're right down the bottom. They're right close to Antarctica, and the, the land is separate to the rest of Australia. So right. it's an island. It's an, that's right. Australia yeah. is like the biggest island, and then Tasmania is this other little island down the bottom. And uh, but often on maps, people leave them off, and it's like they don't even exist. They're not even legitimatized to be. Just a little. Mm. How big is it? I mean, it's the population must be pretty oh, small. Tasmania is quite quite small. Guess. Got yes. it. What is in the works for you at um, the Sepal Group and for your art? Yes. Yeah, so where um, we really. All of our research over the past two decades shows that Urox is the superior uh, formula for the wide range of bladder control problems. So we really just want to do everything we can to get to get the product to people who need it, so they can feel the life-changing effects. So, um, so we're getting um, we've had some really good meetings here, and we're partnering with a, a number of other really quality American companies, so they can. Um, you know, they can make the Urox available for their um Is it available customers. now or not? <clears throat> yes, it, it is, is available now. It's and how do you get it? What's your, if somebody, what's your, you if, go to Amazon? Yeah, on Amazon, look up Urox or UroxBladderHealth.com. We have a website, so UroxBladderHealth, we're, that's and, what we're aiming for. And that's spelled U-R-O-X. U-R-O-X, that's correct. UroxBladderHealth.com. Uh Tracy, look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. How many years did you model? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a niece who was actually um, going in for a foot modeling job, but they, I don't know if this is inappropriate, but they said, they told me to wear my bikini, and I said, darling, I don't think you should go to No. (laughs) She didn't go. No. (laughs) No. Foot modeling, huh? (laughs) Yeah. God, was that here in the States? Or no, in, that was in Australia. It happens in Australia too. Yeah. Got it. All right. Men are pigs. Uh, listen, thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us. Thanks, Stephanie, for bringing Tracy Seppel by from the Seppel uh, Group. She is the uh, co-CEO and the founder of the organization. And you can find out more by going to Urox.com. 
bladderhealth.com. I'm Mark Allen, and guess what's happening right now? The music is coming back. And so as that music comes up, we know that it's time for us to leave this segment. We do have some more interviews coming up uh, later on today, live from Supply Side West in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. We thank the people over at PodClips and finally getting it right. PodClips and Mike Anderson for helping put this together. Lots of stuff happening at LateNightHealth.com. All of these interviews will be there over the weekend. And uh, they're available right now live at Facebook.com slash Late Night Health Radio. That's Facebook.com slash Late Night Health Radio. All right, I'll be back. I'm Mark Allen. Don't go away. Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up. 